Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. I can take him to a place, uh, personally, that they can't get to themselves. Right back in this game! Big expectations. they got to buy into that, and it's not going to be comfortable at times. I pull and I root for the team because I know if the team's playing well, it makes the people in the city excited and happy. You know, we're in this thing to win. This game is over! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucci. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Stars. It's a game night on Fan Appreciation Night here at Rogers Place, Dallas Stars in town. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software, and now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money. All your devices managed at digitex.ca. What a show! We have lined up for you today. Oh, let me tell you that. We'll have a complete preview of tonight's matchup, the Oilers and the Dallas Stars. Reed Wilkins will slide by from Inside Sports. We'll hear from Oilers head coach Ken Hitchcock, along with Darnell Nurse, Zach Cassian, and Andre Sekra, who is up for the Bill Masterton Award. 
All that in the first half hour of the show. From NHL Hockey and Rogers, Louis DeBrosk will join us 12.35, 105 today, as he does every Thursday on Oilers Now. We will hear from Brian Burke, courtesy of our friends from Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. And at 135 today, the general manager of the Dallas Stars, who are in an unbelievable position moving forward from a cap perspective. And right now they're in a playoff spot. They're about a 95% sure thing to get in. We'll hear from Jim Nill. So jam-packed edition of Oilers now. You can reach us anytime on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline. Comedian Don Burnstick takes the stage April 6th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca at the River Cree. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a Ford a chance. Heartland Ford a chance out in Fort Saskatchewan. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter. And Oilers now, my personal Twitter handle is Bob underscore Stoffer. The young gun himself, Brendan Escott, back at the 630 Chad Studios at Brendan Escott. And we'll tell you again, Brian Burke coming up for Canadian Power Pack at 105 on today's edition of Oilers now. Let's get right to it, Edmonton and the Dallas Stars. And before we head into the direct work where Oilers now audio vault, here's a quick rundown on tonight's game. Dallas comes in with a record of 40-31-6, and six, plus 6 in goal differential. The Stars, 29th in the league in goals for. We wouldn't think of them that way, but they're second in the league in goals against. They're second in the league in save percentage at 922. And over the course of their last 14 games, the Dallas Stars are 9-4-1, outscoring their opposition 37-22. They're only giving up... 1.57 goals against per game during that stretch. That's the best in the NHL. At times, they've had Tyler Sagan up front with Jamie Benn and Jason Dickinson. Sagan had just signed a uh, contract extension this year, 9.85 million times eight years. It kicks in next season. Ben in year two of an eight-year deal at 9.5 times eight. Jamie Benn only has 27 goals and 52 points in 74 games. Those numbers are down, but he's plus 13, and this team is winning. Rupi hints with Matthias Janmark. And Alexander Radulov, Radulov's been good again. 72 points last year and 27 goals. This year he's got 25 goals and 64 points, and he's plus 21. Radic Faxa with Andrew Cogliano and Blake Como, two fleet-footed wingers. Cogliano coming in a deal for Drew Shore. Last night, Justin Dowling with uh, Valery Nachushkin. And Jason Spezza. Nachushkin went back to Russia uh, for a couple years. It has not helped his game. In 55 games this season, he's not scored a goal, and he doesn't have a penalty minute. If he finishes the year that way, it would be the first time in NHL history that a player that's played more than 50 games would have zero goals and zero pims. Essa Lindell with John Klingberg. Lindell, a restricted free agent. He's going to hit the uh, home run payday this summer. The Stars have three defensemen with 10-plus goals. Lindell, Klingberg, Miro Heishkin, a 19-year-old left-shot D out of HIFK Helsinki. He's with Roman Polak, who's hanging around at 32. Jamie Alexiak back in Dallas with Ben Lovejoy, who's now 35. The Stars have just recalled Landon Bow. We expect Anton Hudobin to start after Ben Bishop got nicked up last night in Calgary. Stars got lots of injuries. They're going to get Tyler Pitlick and Matt Zuccarello back. Pitlick's out with a wrist problem. Zuccarello's out with an arm issue. Mathot's been gone virtually all season. 
Stephen Johns has been gone all year with concussion challenges, and Martin Hansel hasn't played a lot either. But nonetheless, Dallas in a real good cap situation moving forward. $61 million, 15 players signed, and they've already got Sagan done, which was one of the big question marks. As for the uh, Dallas Stars, Ken Hitchcock, as we go in our orders now, Audio Vault for direct workwear for product knowledge, compliance, great pricing, and innovation, directworkwear.com, an Edmonton-based company. Ken Hitchcock says the Stars forwards help their defense out big time. Uh, they're the best reload team in the West. Their, their forwards, them and Vegas do the best job of the forwards working for the defensemen. There's no gap. You're under constant pressure from the backside all the time, and if you're not prepared to play simple North game, they, they eat up. They did it so well in Winnipeg, frustrated them. Same in Calgary. They, there's no gap, and when you play with no gap and you're willing to play like that and you've got the fours that are willing to work like that, it's a hard team to play against, and then you have to have the right mindset, and they've discouraged... A lot of teams, uh, because of that, their their forwards really work for their D. All right, Zach Cassian added some additional thoughts. So, winners forward with a career high 15 goals this year on uh, the Dallas Stars. Well, they're they're fighting for their playoff lives. They're, that makes uh, them very dangerous. They obviously have a lot of dangerous forwards. They got a couple of good, uh, really good defensemen. They're playing a good team game now. Um, we've noticed they they aren't giving up much. They're tracking back hard. So it's going to be a working man's game tonight. And Colby Cave added some additional thoughts, saying that the Oilers need a hot start to kill the Stars' momentum again on a 9-4-1 run and only uh, giving up 1.57 goals against over the last 14 games. Yeah, they got a lot of a lot of good players on that team. Um, you know, their their leaders are leading the way right now, but um, so are so are our leaders. Um, you know, I think we just got to come out with a hot start, kind of shut down their momentum, obviously from last game. And um, you know, I think if we can have a good first 10 minutes, it'll uh, you know set us up really well for the rest of the game. Again, that da- Dallas uh, defense obviously capable of moving the puck. Three defenders with 10 plus goals. Darnell Nurse added some additional thoughts on the Dallas D. The Oilers are going to see tonight. I mean, you, you you watch them play; they're all over the puck, all over the all over the ice, uh, in all three zones. They seem to you don't have much time to make plays, not much room to uh, you, know, uh, you know to see things. You know, you just kind of got got to have the the play ready um, before you even get the puck. So uh, it's going to be a tough tough matchup for us. This is a team that uh, is playing some really good hockey. Uh, they're very talented, and you know, we got to rise to that occasion. So Dallas clearly in a playoff spot at 40-31-6. The Oilers, after Colorado's victory last night, seven points out, six games left. So major long shot uh, to make it for the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club, who come in with a record of 34-34-8. Ken Hitchcock is 25-24-7 as head coach. We talked about the Stars being 29th in goals for. The Oilers are actually 19th. But the Stars are second in goals against. Edmonton's 24th. Save percentage, Dallas second at 922. Edmonton 28th at 896. Uh, it will be Mikko Koskinen in goal. 24-18-5 record, 2.90 goals against average, 908 save percentage. Oscar Clefbaum with Adam Larson. Darnell Nurse with Chris Russell. Andre Sekera with Matthew Benning. The Edmonton Oilers are 10-5-3 since they've had their top six D together. Uh, Andre Sekera today nominated by the Professional Hockey Writers Association for the Masterton Trophy uh, for sportsmanship and perseverance and all those sort of things. 
And he says recovering mentally was tougher than the physical rehab coming off the torn Achilles tendon. Physically, it will be good because all the work in the gym and skating and all that stuff takes you only as long as you start playing games and then the game like situation and stuff like that, you cannot teach that, you cannot train that. It's basically what you do in the game, the intensity and everything too. So I think it's more of a mental part. All right, so Edmonton, uh, we take a look at the D. Connor McDavid with Leon Dreisaitl and Zach Cassian. When Leon Dreisaitl picks up his 100th point, it'll be the first time since the 2009-2010 season that an NHL team will have two players 100-plus points in the same season. Uh, Dreisaitl at 46 goals, at second in the NHL, fourth with points at 99. McDavid second at points at 112 and second in assists at 73 both to Nikita Kucherov. Ryan Nugent-Hopkins, career-high 28 goals, 64 points, 9 goals, 0 assists. Bizarre stat over the last 16 games with Joseph Gambardella and Alex Chason, who's got a career-high 21 goals and 36 points this season. The aforementioned Colby Cave with Tobias Reeder, who, like Valerie Nichushkin, still looking for his first goal this season. Goalless on 83 shots for Tobias Reeder. Sam Gagne, four goals, eight points, 19 games as an Oiler. Kyle Brodziak with Milan Lucic, who's now not scored in 26 games with Josh Curry. He's got two goals, five points in 17 games, and is a plus three as an Oiler. So there is a look at tonight's team, Edmonton and Dallas. Now, today is, and tonight is fan appreciation tonight. John Sexsmith from Global TV. Asked uh, Ken Hitchcock what he appreciates about the fans. Fan appreciation night tonight. What do you appreciate most about Oilers fans? About the fans or about what do I appreciate the most, period? The fans. Well, I, I, I think this is a unique experience coaching in Canada. And hockey in the United States, for most in most cities, is a sport. Here it's a way of life. And everybody... Uh, I, I, I live in a in a complex where there's a lot of season ticket holders and there's two or three that I run into all the time and they take second jobs so they can buy tickets to Oiler games and that's that's their passion so they they work extra hours just so they can be Oiler fans and I think after a while you really learn to appreciate that and it's a way of life and it's an important part of this community and the longer you live here and the longer you stay here, the more you find out about that stuff. And I find that unbelievable. And, and uh, people know it's a long winter here at times, but, but their recreation and their community is the Oilers. And you really learn that after living here. It's a big, it's a big deal here, a real big deal. All right, that's Ken Hitchcock, Fan Appreciation Night. When we come back in Oilers now, we are going to bring aboard a guy I appreciated that helped me out on the show for a number of years. And now he's a big-time star, host of Inside Sports and the Oilers Radio Network. We bring aboard Reed Wilkins. This is Zach Cassian from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30, Chad. Very quickly, 12.23 to Edmonton. Let's get to a Heartland Ford text at 6.30, 6.30. Hey, Bob, any news on Jujar Kara? Is he done for the year? Uh, Ken Hitchcock addressed that issue. Let's go back into our Oilers Now audio vault for direct workwear. Uh, well, he passed the, the test today, so this, is, this was an optional skate. He, he took part full, and if he goes through the practice tomorrow, then he'll be cleared. 
So if he's able to get through practice as a full-time participant tomorrow, then he'll be good to go. So that's our hope right now. All righty. Uh, let's bring aboard Reed Wilkins. Hi, Reed. How are you? Good, Bob. Great to see you. Uh, yes, indeed. I want to get to one more here. Trent from uh, High Prairie says this. Seen a tweet today, Bobby, stating that Ryan Strom has the most goals, 15, with any new team this year. Do you know if that's true? <laughs> yes, it's true. Okay. If so, Tobias Reeder should be the last uh, to be blamed for the season. If we kept Strom and he even added 10 goals, we would be in a wild card spot right now. If Chia left Kajula alone, we'd be 110% in the playoffs if Kajula and Strom were in our lineup every night. Management literally took the orders out of the playoffs because they didn't have enough patience. That comes to us from Trent from HP. Well, I will say this, Trent. I think that if the Oilers have been looking for a third-line center for 60 games, the explanation given to me at the time of the Strom deal was that uh, the Oilers be- believed some of the senior managers believed Marodi was very close to giving them what Strom was giving them, and the thought was that Spooner could help Edmonton in the top six. The trade clearly did not work out, not to mention that Strom was a very popular teammate in the room. Uh, the timing of the trade, three days before Todd McClellan got fired, directly impacted the games against Calgary and, Van- and Vegas because Kyle Brodziak was sick. And I can tell you right now, that trade was discussed, um, I know for a fact, uh, and not everybody was on board with doing the Strom for Spooner trade. But Shirelli went ahead and did it. And uh, I would suggest you, given Edmonton's lack of depth in their top nine, that if they'd had Strom and Kajula all here, here at Edmonton, the orders would not be five points out. They might be one or two points out, but I don't think they'd be five points out. Ryan Strom's been a very interesting guy to talk about, and he I, I feel he's also one of those players that has become more popular since he left. And I think he he did change his game throughout last season yep. and tried to take a little bit more pride in penalty killing. And what is odd about the Oilers, just on the penalty killing as an aside, they have the worst penalty killing in the NHL over the last two seasons. The last third of last year, they were actually in the top five in the NHL. So that's how bad when, it when Tom, when so Tom out, took over. Outside of that window, it's amazing how bad it's been. When Ryan Strom, and that was not that was not a good trade because Spooner wasn't able to contribute. When Ryan Strom was traded, he had one goal. He played 14 of his first 18 games with Milan Lucic who was struggling himself five on five. Oh, sure. It needs to be But he's an interesting guy to talk about, and and I, I agree. Okay. If, Strom, yeah. if Strom were here, the team would be better. Uh, but I, I will also say to that texture, I heard a lot of people at the time of the trade saying, good riddance, Ryan Strom. Yes. But, I mean, and, there, were, he, he was, there were a lot of people who felt that really I, didn't like him, too. I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Spooner had 49 points the year before. If you saw Ryan Spooner, he's a, he's a different cat, and it just didn't jive with Edmonton. Uh, the point is, the third-line center is always more valuable than a winger, than a middle six winger, in my opinion. And so that is... Now, do you agree or disagree if they... if they? Because, I mean, Manning's in and out of the lineup at the age. Well, the Kajula trade was awful. Okay, and I so said it, I said they, it at the time. If they, so if not, we, well, and I said I didn't understand the trade. The justification of the trade was they needed defensemen to stop the cycle. Okay, fine. Uh now, that's it. The, the, the Texter's point is, Reed, did the Oilers undermine their own opportunity to make the play? Would they have, put it this way, there are seven points out right now. Would they be two or three points out if they'd had Stroman Kajula? I think they would be two or yeah, three. Yeah, probably. I, Pro- I, I mean, they have a pretty horrid goal differential, though, right? Yeah. So, I mean, let's say, could you, what did Kajula have when he was traded? Seven? 
So let's say he had another seven, so they'd be minus 25. Let's say Strom had picked it up a little bit and got... So let's say they had 14 more goals. They'd, this, they'd this, still be minus 18 goal look, differential. we're responding to the text. Let's stop dwelling on the past and somebody come up with some ideas for the future. Wait a sec here. We're going to answer the text just because you want us, uh, us to focus on the future. I mean, we had a comment yesterday. Actually, Craig Simpson, you know, here, here's the thing. I, I think part of the reason why Edmonton's in the position is because they don't have enough depth up front. And to rel- to ask, you know, your best guy's got to drag you into the fight every night. Fair enough. But in this day and age in the NHL, Reed, allow me to suggest to you that teams can shut down one line. And with yes. It's and, a different game to prepare for and, now than it was 25 years and, and, and I do appreciate what that other texter is saying. Stop looking back or, you know, stop looking back and look ahead. But I think it's relevant to look back to inform what the team needs. And, and I think what we're really saying here to that texter is don't underestimate the value of players who can hit double digits in goals, like hopefully Strom and Kajula would have. The yes. Arizona Coyotes, I think somebody passed them a couple of days ago, but until a few days ago, Arizona had 11 guys who had 10 goals. So, you know, you spread that around a little bit. So I, I think that's what that's what we have to remember is Strom and, and Kajula too had their detractors, but players who can at least snipe a goal every, uh, you know, get a couple of goals every 10-game segment, that that's, adds up by the end of the year. And helps Brandon out of Lac Labiche says, Bob, yeah, we traded Strom for Dud, but I think that Sam Gagne is a better player. Well, he's been useful since his return, so Keith Gretzky was able to salvage part of that Ga- deal as a result. Gagne certainly thinks better in the offensive zone, and he's more willing to get the puck into, into the scoring area. He's better at doing that. But he does not play center. And I think we can agree that Strom is a third-line center. Spooner did not work out for him. Wish him the best of luck moving forward. You have 15 seconds on tonight's game. Go for it. Well, uh, Hitch said it. Uh, Dallas plays a high-pressure game. Edmonton has had problems with that. So it's going to come down to uh, Edmonton be able to deal with that and find ways to get the puck out of their own end. And Hitch is more willing to let the team use the middle of the ice than he was a few weeks ago. Thanks, Reed. Thanks for the text this morning. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Cassandra Jodwan. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.